ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's going on, Ted? What up, Steve? Not much. Just uh, just spent the, our quote-unquote prep time showing you videos of Tatum crawling. I do like the excitement. Like, I was like, why is she so happy? Yes. You're like, I don't know. Just, she's fired up, crawling with a box, and then yep. gets to the recycling. This is coming down. Oh, yeah. Then she goes into the little pantry where we have all of her recycling, and she just sees like this giant paper bag of just like crap and just pulls it down and just starts taking it all out. The Tornado Tatum. That's what we call her. My first question, though, about your recycling was going to be like, where are all the aluminum cans? <laughs> Dude, we're not crushing beers like you. We have like one aluminum can a night of like our Zevia root beer flavored drink. <laughs> I mean, mine is just all, it's either light beers or yeah. soda water cans. But I mean, I got to take it out like every other day. <laughs> it's not like the, like, I, mean, I used to live in Queen Anne. I live right by, uh, what was it called? Watertown. And was it that... That 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 hula hoos or I don't remember the name of that place. Like in Lower Queen Anne, right by uh, Teeny Biggs. Oh, hula hula, hula hula. That's by my house now. It moved. Oh, okay. Well, I, it's where the uh, Irish pub used to be years ago on uh, in my neighborhood. Oh, okay. that's hula hula now. That's funny. Yeah, that was right by my old place. Yeah, and it was like I hated Sunday mornings. I think it was because I was like when. Or when they would like unload all their cans and bottles into their recycling. Yeah, because it was just so loud and you're like you know this is my 20s i'm living in that area and i'm like i'm hung over i'm like you guys suck seriously yeah when i lived in belltown it was the same thing right because mm-hmm. there were so many bars but they would come through that out and it just like yeah they and they would it would seem like they'd always empty out the recycling in like 6 a.m just like they did. jesus christ and it was and it was like uh, never excuse me bless you and it was never ending no, this is constant clanking and stuff. By the way, I got it. I'm I'm drinking new soda waters now. Oh, what do you got? What is the brand? It's like kind of fancier. Does it start with a W? Oh uh, no, All waters I know is- water something. Anyhow, the grape ones you'll love. Oh, it's as close to a grape soda as you can get to a soda water for me. Do I dare bring some peanut butter uh, whiskey over on our slumber party? Uh, I'm demanding it. Okay, I still have some. Good, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll bring that. And I was thinking about bringing some of the New Amsterdam uh, vodka, the Ooh, pink lemonade, pink- the pink Whitney's. I have peanut butter with Whitney's. I'll bring both. I'll bring both. Yeah. I always like that you bring a massive amount of liquor and then we do like two shots of if something, that. if that. And then I bring it back home because I know, well, I'll bring it back then. I'm bringing it back the next time I go to Ted's house. It shows how much drinking goes on in our home. Did you leave a bottle of Whitney at my house? Oh, no. Somebody, I think my buddy Brett bought it over last year for Christmas Eve. Oh, and that's everybody, awesome. Right. We decided in the everybody's like, what is this? It's like, oh, this is the truth. Oh, it's legit. It's so good. God, I just had something. Oh, have you heard my commercial for Screwball? No. Oh, man. Jason hooked me up. There's one where it's like, it's like, throw another log on the fire. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is so sexy. I mean, look, this sounds... I, for Sit people need to take off your socks. Right, before you think I'm just an arrogant jackass, people need to understand, like, a lot of times, like, we get scripts and then we go read them and stuff. And Jason, or Veggie Dog, as we call him, is very good at, like, writing stuff in the way, like, you'll talk. Uh-huh. So he does do a really good job of making he'll write our commercials and he does mine for like Snoqualmie Casino and a few other things. Yeah. And he makes it so easy for us because he totally picks up your personality and, 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 and knows kind of what to do. Right. So generally he's like the best girlfriend we could ever ask for. I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love Jason. <laughs> but people need to understand is sometimes like, you know, when the commercials are airing or stuff, it's during a commercial break. So like 
I'm sure you're doing this. Like generally during commercial breaks, you're doing something or whatever. Pooping. Right. Eating, or, you know. Both. Right. So I don't often hear the finished products, but that one I heard it. I was like, ooh, that is a good commercial. I <laughs> my, sound awesome. My favorite D. Ted Smith commercials are the ones where I could tell like, you know, like you went in there, you recorded your stuff, he edited it together. And there's moments where you hear like this little giggle still in your voice. I'm like, oh, there's some, there's some bloopers that we didn't get to hear. Oh, for sure. That's what's tough about Live Day. What was the word I had to say? Like three, I can't remember, but like every time I record it with Jason, I have to stop and say it three times. That's funny. And then it was live, and I was like, or you could blah, blah, blah. Oh, do my outtakes with Jason are like, it's like I'm trying to say something, I get stumped on one word, and it's blah, blah, blah fudge. Uh, fudge, uh, fudge, and he just starts cracking up. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's all. I keep apologizing. Or even some like the videos they use. Like I did a screwball one, so I shot the video. I never saw it. And then somebody's like, Have "You seen the finished product yet?" I was like, "No." no. And somebody showed me, and I was like, "Oh man, I look so cool now." Just <laughs> getting hyped. Well, we need Al Pink Whitney's to sponsor us. Yeah, no kidding. Come on. What's going on, Biz Nasty? <laughs> Come on, Wit. Let's get this. I love that I, I am far from the hockey guy. I follow all those guys still. Oh, Some yeah. of the jokes and st- references, I still just go over my head. But Paul Biznet is... I, that would be a guy I would love if he ever came to town. Like He's got to come on the Megacast. I feel like nice. he would just... He would tell stories that would just kill us. He's the one that just has all these insane stories of hooking up with people and then the husband walking in wanting to get him to be a part of it. Like the early days of the Spittin' Chicklets podcast, I don't get to listen as much right now just because baby life, I'm not listening to as many podcasts yeah. as I used to, but holy smokes, man. He would share some stories. I'm just like, I can't believe this guy. And he would always go, I hope I don't get fired by the coyotes when I share this story because he was like their radio guy. Yeah, we got to... Yeah, maybe next year we'll bring back a nighttime or a weekend one. Oh, those were always the best. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could get a former Seahawk, Baltimore Raven, Luke Wilson. Is he playing with the Ravens? He is. Is he really? He was playing last night. Nice. Yeah. There was a big uh, PI call on him. Oh. Yeah. So dude just like tackled him by the neck. (laughs) What else is going to do that to our boy? I know. (laughs) I hope he wasn't hugging Des Bryant, though. Yeah. Jesus. That is so weird. Did you follow his Twitter? Uh, the last I left, he was drinking wine. Yes! And then retweeting other people drinking, drinking wine with them. My, right, my, my, my Twitter feed was blown up with people. Also, what is with all the athletes drinking red wine now? I don't I, know. I think it's the LeBron effect. He's a big wine guy. Huh. Yeah, I'm not a wine guy. Yeah, I get it. Like, and, at and, our slumber party, I'm not bringing a bottle of wine with me. No, and I, I get it. Tequila, wine, probably health benefits, probably better for you than pounding Light beers. What about peanut butter whiskey? That's good, right? It's a, it's a healthy fat. Yeah, but so I but I, I call it the LeBron effect. Now everybody's drinking red wine. Ugh. I also heard a good story the other day with uh, I think it was Richard Jefferson. He, he played in the NBA. He played with LeBron. So LeBron, like LeBron, sometimes I think gets a bad rap because mm-hmm. it, it's very polished what you see, and he, he's very careful what he says or whatever. I'm a big LeBron fan. I love LeBron. Yeah. So he does great stuff for the community in Akron. But they were asking about LeBron getting drunk, and they were like, "They were like, yeah, LeBron, we had some practice, and you know, he's he's LeBron James at this point. He's kind of running the team." And they were like, "You could right. tell he was just in a bad mood." And they're like, "You learn not to take it personal. It's just LeBron." So I guess later he's out at some bar, or club, and text him like, "Come over," and they're like. Do we want to go? He seems like he's in one of his moods. So they show up and they're like, it's the complete opposite. Now he's like frat boy drunk, just like, man, I love you guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't mean it. 
I just, I don't, I'm just obsessed. Come on, group hug. Right? Like, I just like, 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 see, he's still just a dude. Right. He's just got a massive amount of stress, and then the weight of the world is on him. Right, but I just love the idea of LeBron's in the corner, like, you know I didn't mean it like that, man. I love you, man. I always love when people S on him, and it, 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 within a matter of time, somebody will share. It's like a meme, or it's like the like a list of accolades, and then they like never involved in any kind of like controversial crap, doesn't break the law, has been married to the same per- person, completely faithful, raises money for children and kids that are in, you know in need, does a lot for his community. But tell me why LeBron is a piece of crap. And it's yeah. always like, yeah, I mean, there's really not, other than maybe him not being on your favorite sports team, like why do you hate LeBron James? Yeah, and look, one of the reasons I didn't like it back in the day was because that hour long the decision. That, but then yeah. I saw a whole thirty for thirty on it. Yeah, and even they were like, "We're doing an hour? Like, wait a minute, what? What are we gonna do here?" And like, and, all, and the only reason they, told, dude, Ted and I, dude, and I, if we were in our early twenties, rich as f, everyone thought we like our poop didn't stink. You're telling me like if we were like going to another radio station to host a new show, we would be like, "Yeah, we'll do an hour talking about how awesome we are." Right. And I didn't realize when he said, "I'm taking my talents to South Beach," was a throwback to Kobe when he announced he's going to the NBA. He said, "I'm taking my talents to the NBA." Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know that either. I trust me, dude. I was like, "Ah, so I'm the a hole." <laughs> That was a yeah. That that was like almost career suicide as far as in the eyes of the public. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we get things rolling, Ted? Like only one way that I know how. All right. Ted talks, starring the Tech Smith. I this one's not going to blow your mind. I would just tell everybody. Oh, oh, sorry. That was a commercial. Stay the course, right? Stay the course. Just you know, wash your hands. Wear your mask. Yeah. Just stay the course. Like we're, we're, oh, we're going to get out. Of, maybe not. We're going to get out of this eventually. But just stay the course. Uh, be safe. You know what I mean? Like the holidays are coming up. And look, it is what it is. The holidays are going to be different. They're not going to be as awesome. Mm-hmm. But you can still have fun. Start planning your menu. I don't know. Maybe you're cooking something different. Hell, I don't care. Start celebrating now. You're a Husky fan? Cook some duck this weekend. You're playing yeah. the ducks. Throw it on the Traeger like Steve does. That's right. Play, play duck hunt on your NES. Yeah. If that's still available. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, is like if you have a tinier celebration or maybe your 40th birthday party is just you and another buddy, <laughs> enjoy what you can. <laughs> Make the best of Make it. Make the best of it. You hear me, you sons of bitches? Maybe spend over $100 on balloons and other things for a party that's not even happening. Steve, I'm renting a hotel room. Are you? I am. Good for you. Yeah, with a jetted tub, and then I'm ordering I'm ordering fancy steak. I'm going to order a steak or something takeout. Just eat it in the hotel Get room. Get a lobster tail. Ooh, I might. Yeah, please do. I want that. <laughs> lobster tail? Yes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, you know, because Tatum's birthday party is this Sunday. All right. It turns one. All right. So it's like that weird thing of, well, we can't have a giant rager, you know? Yeah. I mean, we were, we were going to have Diplo perform. Marshmallow was coming as well. It was going to be crazy. I was going to be drunk in the backyard with Munson. That's right. Like we had cornhole where it was like, and I was getting these special custom cornhole boxes that were her face with her mouth open. It was going to be amazing. <laughs> Canceled all of that. But I still had to get the balloons. I'm building a giant balloon archway. Uh, I have never done that before, Ted. That should be how. easy. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a real good time. $100 in balloons? About. Well, and other stuff, too. How are you going to fit them on your car? That amount. I don't know why I'm yelling at you. <laughs> Dude, even the Party City were like, we'll deliver these to you. And I was like, awesome. 
Ah, no one knows how to find our house. It's like a whole process right now. Yeah. And like, for the most part, people are finding it now. But I was like, I'll just come and get them. It'll be easier than having to talk someone through how to get to my house and all that crap. And I don't want to risk maybe they use the wrong type of uh, GPS navigation. I don't know. So I'm going to have to go try and fit all these balloons. It's not a ton, but like the, the, the fancy number balloon ones aren't cheap. And then we're getting them blown up there. And Steve, I, I have a dollar. We got a cake. I have a dollar that says you don't get all those balloons in your car. You don't think? I mean, I feel like the archway, that has... Right? No, the archway, I'm doing from at home. Like that... Oh, okay. I bought those balloons, but those balloons I'm going to blow up with just like a, a an air blower thing I have. Like that's for like, you know, inflatables. That doesn't need So helium. then it doesn't need helium. Right. Okay. okay. We have a couple helium bouquets, though. Well, then how does it arch? Uh, you know, I don't know. I thought they needed helium, and then you tie them to the ground. Ted, I'm going to have to read the instructions. There's no instructions. My wife just told me there's no instructions. You know what? I might need helium. You you know what? You could go to a party store and just get a little tank of helium. I might buy a tank of helium, because that would be fun. I'll bring it to our party. <laughs> the helium or the nitrous? <laughs> Both. No, uh, I, you know, I think there's like, like it's like a cardboardy thing that creates oh, okay. the arch. I got to look into that. I'm get, dude, trust no, me. you're right. I, I have no idea. I'm just, I just assumed that's how it worked was the... My initial plan was to start this on Saturday. I might need to start this on Friday. You might have to. Just to be safe, because I might have to go get helium in these balloons. You're absolutely right. And in that case, I might need to borrow someone's car. Uh, <laughs> you need to borrow a van. I'm also picturing you. I'm going to be like $600 in the hole for this damn party that doesn't even have anyone coming to. Right, for three people? Yes. I'm also going to laugh when you open your back door and like the one balloon just takes off. Like, no. Where are you? I never sued for like hurting the birds. <laughs> Yeah, so like we've got balloons, we got a cake, we got all these decorations that we're going to set up. And, and, and one would think, well, why, Steve? You know, Tatum's one years old. Yeah. She's not going to remember any of this. The problem is there will be pictures, and the pictures are probably more important than even. I almost feel like I should find stock photos of a one-year-old's birthday party and just Photoshop Tatum in them. That way, when she grows up, she can see the awesome party that she once had. Yeah. It's a crazy way. Dude, it's no different. A wedding is not a party for the bride and groom. It's a party for the bride. Correct. A a, a child's first birthday is not a party for the child. It's a party for the mom. Yeah. And so it's important to the wife. She's, it's, there's nothing in my, I want to do more than make her happy. And she doesn't typically, like, we don't have, like, you know, high demand. You know, it's not, it's not impossible to make my wife happy. It's not like, you know, I got to, like, Spend all this money to do this, any other thing. If this one party for a one-year-old is going to make my wife happy, she's earned it because she's like the mom of the year. She's kicking ass as a mom. So it'd be kind of, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I think I've convinced myself to spend that money well enough. I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm in. Does, does it sound believable? It does. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to feel bad about you buying two bottles of liquor so we can drink no, a shot out problem. of each. The nice thing is I was nervous about Christmas. I'm like, well, how balls out do you think we're going to go on gifts? And my wife's like, we don't we just got a couple of presents. She's not going to remember. Yeah. I was like, okay, good. Because my idea is we just get some of these boxes that we have in our house that are waiting to be recycled, wrap them, and put them under the tree, and let her open the boxes. And that'll probably be more fun than we'll ever even know for her. Plus, it's the first birthday. Yeah. So you figure the, the in-laws and your parents... Like, other family members gonna, of are going to come through with a rack of gifts anyhow. And we already got her a couple of things. Like It's not like as if we're giving her nothing. We've got like three or four gifts for her. I'm just like, let's not go completely out of our minds. Yeah. And enjoy this one. Yeah. You know, it's all my, I have a tight group of friends now that are all having babies. I can assure you, Steve, the toddler years, 
they're going to remember, and those are going to be much more pressure. Like, oh, I, I'm I'm terrified. I'm terrified of that. Like the the parties. Like, I do you think about when you were a kid? I I had like a lot of resentment towards my parents for never really throwing parties for me. Like, yeah. the one time they threw me a party, it was a He-Man party. It was a He-Man theme party. All my friends came over with their He-Man dolls, and we all played with our He-Man action figures. And it was the best party ever. And that's the only party I ever had. Yeah, I mean, my brother's birthday is December 17th, so we always oh, had like Christmas a joint Eve. one right oh, before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> right. So that's <laughs> right now, it's just doing that. Well, in your wife's defense... You're getting all these crazy balloons and stuff, but look, I mean, I'm barely having anybody at my house for my birthday, and I'm doing the same thing. Like, well, screw it. Right. Still getting a pizza, still making meatballs, still making some dips. You might as well, if it's going to help. I mean, honestly, like, it's a massive bummer. Like, the whole idea was going to be, like, probably 30, 40 people at our house. Yeah. And it's a new house. We were thinking this would be a housewarming party. So it's like, ah, all that kind of goes out the window. Dude, I'm not kidding. I was, I, I mean, look, I just assumed... I would get like Joe or somebody to drive me down and we would just be like, you know, me and Joe are friendly. We'll interact with people. Right. But like, like, I'm not kidding. I would have spent most of the day just out in the, out in the, in the backyard, <laughs> sipping beers, being like, ah, what a good party. Steve, what are we cooking? Right. Seahawk game would be on. Yeah. Oh, we're having a blast. I'd have that talk. It's like, wait, you think you're going to watch the Seahawks game? I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't think I am. I know I am. <laughs> By the way, I do not like, I like the Seahawks. I usually don't get too worked up. That went on Sunday, which is just a bummer. I was in a very bad, it's been a while since a Seahawks game put me in a bad mood for longer than 10 minutes. All right, so I'm glad it, it was like, there was a few of us that were like that. I'm like, I don't, Sunday, I just, I was salty. I almost became one of those fans like, well, maybe it's time for Pete to go. Maybe it's time oh. we get a new quarterback. I wonder how Geno Smith would do. Like, I don't believe any of these things, yeah. but you know, like that knee jerk thing, I'm like, Oh, MVP. We gave him the ball with two minutes to go, and he can't make anything happen. And it's like, oh, there's a lot more to it than that. But, I mean, oh, dude. And I know the Giants are better than I think we thought they were. It's also weird as the Giants were your team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my, that was my uncle's team, so I always show some love for the Giants. I always, I'm, I'm happy when I see they win, except for against the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to go through it, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend as they're playing Washington. Like, well, I'm cheering for the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. That, that allegiance is gone. Although that was kind of fun to watch them beat the Steelers. That was wild. Yes. Well, right. Tough weekend overall, right? Oh, oh wait a minute. We haven't got to sports. Oh, yet. we'll get to I'll sports save. in a minute. I'll yeah, I'll we'll save. get to sports in a minute. We got a lot of sports to talk about. I do want to thank uh, Dan uh, from Puyallup. He said, I was listening to the Megacast on my way to Seattle, and my parents' dog had similar issues to Lulu. <laughs> Remember last week? I got a lot of messages from really nice people telling me about like their issues with their dogs when they got older and they have anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you know, right. She won't snuggle with you anymore. Right, or she gets me in the bed. Right. She'll cuddle with me on the couch. She'll cuddle with me on the floor. But when it's time to go to bed, she just starts shaking. All but right. if we leave her on the floor, doesn't shake. All right. I'm still heartbroken about it, Ted. But you know what? I've come to terms with it. Good. Silver lining? It means that uh, mom and I... You know, now that we don't have uh, Lulu on the bed, we're cuddling more. All right. Because we don't have the dog in the middle of us. All right. And sometimes cuddling leads to more cuddling. Yeah. Aggressive yeah. cuddling. Yes. Like, super fun cuddling. Yeah. Look, I'm always a fan of the cuddle. There's just a certain point where I got to roll away and go to sleep. Right. <laughs> well, anyways. So, I guess silver lining, maybe Lulu's doing this for our marriage. Maybe she is. 
Did you did you hook her up with the CBD yet? <laughs> no, not yet. I keep meaning to go to the store. And actually, that's what Dan brought up. He said, yeah, right. we've been using it for a while, but also suggested the, the Thunder shirt. We tried the Thunder shirt a long time ago because she had anxiety for other reasons. And the Thunder shirt did not go over well. It's like a super like... Like it, 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 it's like a tighter vest that you put on, a little weighted, so right. it makes it feel like the dog's being cuddled all the time. And a lot of dogs, apparently, it's just like a, it's a miracle drug in a sense. Do they make those for humans? <laughs> yeah, I think they're just called medium-sized vest if you're a size large. Uh, all right. Uh, I definitely know somebody that was like, yeah, I got a Thunder shirt. And I'm like, maybe. Hmm. All right. They might. And then also they said they use some uh, CBD drops and check out the gallery, uh, which is in Puyallup. I, I've been, that place is awesome. That's where uh, Donnie worked at that place. Remember Donnie? He just come by to paint the grasses and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, So bringing gifts for everybody. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. So big thanks to Dan from Puyallup for caring and everyone else that did. But uh, Lulu is now, I guess, officially uh, under the bed sleeper. All right. Well, you're officially having sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Lulu wanted mom and dad to bone. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. And here's the crazy part. <laughs> mom and dad love each other, right? After, you know, we're done loving each other. Then she pops out of the under the bed and is like, what's up, guys? No. Yes. It's very weird. Pervert. Right? She's like, don't forget, I'm still here. And then we try and pick her up and bring her on the bed and start shaking again. I'm like, I give up. Lulu, I give up. I don't know why you're this such a weird dog, but I'm done trying. I told you, one girl uh, I used to date, her small dog would just sit in the corner. And like once in a while, i turn around and see him. Mm-hmm. And he just had this look on his face like I was doing something terrible to his mom. <laughs> so finally, it's like, like I couldn't even... I couldn't even have my back to him, if you know what I'm saying, and constant. I was like, you got to get him out of the room. And she's like, what? I was like, I can feel him staring through my back. And like, right? You know what I mean? Like in a position the dog would probably enjoy. And it's like, you son of a bitch. Stop staring at me. And he's like, you son of a bitch. You're stealing my style. Right? That's my position. Right. She was like, well, don't worry about it. I was like, how can I not worry about it? Dude, I can see him. (laughs) Dude, Lulu would be that way sometimes. Like, you know, you'd like want to kind of like... You know, you know, just enjoy being with each other. Yeah. And she would like paw at me, or like, or like lay on my leg. And I'm like, yeah, hun, um, yeah, you know, it's just not gonna happen. That one's now. gone. Yeah, it's a, we're just gonna have to chalk it up to a loss. Yeah. So Lucy was even like, Lucy. At least it was weird, but you could kind of zone her out. Back when we had Lucy and we were like, we'd start getting intimate, Lucy would jump off the bed like, I want nothing to do with this, sit in the corner and stare at the wall. Oh, well, and she was, we she was a soldier. She was. She would just stare at the wall, which was distracting the first time, only because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was like the Blair Witch Project. I'm like, what is Lucy doing? And Sid and I just started laughing. We're like... Well, apparently she wants nothing to do with us right now. And then when we're done, you know, everything's all good. We're like, Lucy! And she'd come over, jump back on the bed, and act like nothing happened. So, dogs are funny, man. Well, dude, when I, when we first moved here, right, Miles, Thrill, and I lived together, and Miles' girlfriend, wife now, at the time, had mm-hmm. two dogs, and yeah. one of them was named Miles. Yes. So, Thrill comes out of his bedroom, right? He's obviously was having sex with his now wife. <laughs> And I'm sitting there on the couch, right? Probably drinking a beer or something. I go, oh, hey, Miles had his head up to the to your door the whole time listening. And Thrill gets like this aggressive look like, what? I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. He was really into it. He's like, Miles? It's like, oh, my bad. Miles the dog. 
That's awesome, right? He head up to your door and he was licking his own crotch. Yeah, right. Like I had to turn up the TV myself, but that dude's a perv. It was weird, man. It was. I took him outside. I took a poop outside. We're good now, right? I, I took him for a walk. I want to take a quick break. When we come back, we will get into the, some of the highs and the lows when it comes to Seattle sports and I'm sure whatever else is going on in Ted's head when it comes to the wide world of sports. And the scandal that the I've s- noticed with Steve Miggs. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that serious. I know, but I'm still excited. All right. <laughs> when the Megacast returns. Uh. I'd rather drink hand sanitizer than listen to these two dorks. The Megacast will be back. Been wondering how to spend your shutdown time? Grow out your bangs. Then come to Super Bangs. Super Bangs specializes in only cutting people's bangs. Short bangs, long bangs, short bangs on a background layer of long bangs. 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 Don't have bangs? Get clip-on bangs. Look at that. You got bangs. And guys, we haven't forgotten about you. Come in and get the mo. Or the Jim Carrey Dumb and Dumber look. Endorsed by the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. So come in today because we'll give it to you straight. Right across your forehead. At Super Bangs. 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 Super Bangs is not a full service salon. Bangs only. Not to be confused with Fantastic Bangs. The Hair Cutters or the Swingers Club. They are two men in their 40s that just had a slumber party together. Losers. The mega cast is back. Ted, I do have one thing to bring up. Uh, all right, all right. I, I wanted to ask you, after last week's episode, we talked about my struggles with a certain deli that's uh, in our building oh. when it comes to attitude, and yeah. you said you were going on going later day, that day. Correct. I was wondering, uh, was the lady behind the counter nice to you? So here's the deal. I got there. Uh-huh. Nobody's there. Okay. Was there a bell? There was no bell. <laughs> so I stood there, and I was kind of like, do I leave or whatever? And then I kind of loudly shuffled my feet, and the dude was like, oh. And then she came out. She was super nice. Oh. Well, good for you. I'm glad. I'm glad that you have- Did you uh, go today? Yes. And today I've established that I am no longer going to eat there ever again. Oh, what happened today? I'm done. I'm done, Ted. I actually turned around and said, I will go eat somewhere else then. That's what I told her. Because I was in line. Granted, it was before 1030. So I knew- Okay. I was like, I'm not even going to ask for the chicken teriyaki. All right. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to go down that road. I saw a line of all the the different types of bread set up already. So I'm like, I'll ask for a turkey melt. I'll get myself a sandwich. All right. Right. So it is 10:15 in the morning. A couple other people just purchased their stuff. They were leaving. She's like, can I help you? And I was like, I would, I would like a turkey melt. She goes, a turkey melt? And I was thinking maybe in her head, she's like, oh, like she's probably thinking, oh, cool. He's not trying to get the teriyaki. He's getting the turkey melt. You know. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, a turkey melt. Like, yeah, I would like a turkey melt. She's like, she says, lunch doesn't start till 1030. We do this every time with you. Every time you come, you show up around this time oh! and you want to get things that are, are lunch and it's not lunchtime. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, 
all right, that's fine. I'll eat somewhere else. And I turned around and I went to Starbucks and got a breakfast item. Wow. I was done. I was like, look, I'm sorry. You just said it yourself. I come here all the time. I come once a week and I always come at this time and I always get chicken teriyaki and it was never an issue until last week. And before that, I would get turkey melts. When I would leave, I would come at this time. Never been a problem. I'm sorry if there's an issue. While all this is going on, I'm looking at the sign above her, the reader board, that says breakfast from 7 to 10 a.m. Breakfast ends at 10 a.m. Then what the hell goes on from 10 a.m. to 10.30? Nothing? That's just so weird because, right, You, it was never a problem before. It's like she hates me now. Obviously. I can't believe she said we go through this every week with you. Yeah, it's something along those lines. I could be, let's see, wait. Oh, let me see. Oh, she wrote, she said, I wrote it down. You always show up at this time wanting lunch. Yes, because this is my lunch time. Damn. I know. I was like, all right. I wasn't even mad. Like, I'm not like going to argue with that. I mean, I like the place. The food's good. Maybe they'll come a day. I'll eat there again if it's after 1030. But I was like, you got to be kidding me. You have the bread out. I know the meats are all set up right in front of you. I mean, the now chicken- it's at a principle. Yeah, the chicken teriyaki, I can fathom Agreed. because you got to cook it. Although it used to be there at 10 o'clock. It was never a problem before. But the turkey melt should be easy. You got to put turkey on a sandwich, a slice of cheese, and microwave it. Right. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you brought up food because I have the scandal I want to bring up with you. Is it part of sports or is it before it is, It's before sports. Okay, okay. I, uh, you don't know this, Steve, but I... I check your food all the time because whenever I'm filling up my water bottle, I open the fridge as if yes. it's I'm up at home. And I noticed you used to cut up your potatoes, and now we've moved to small round potatoes. I just want to know what happened. How did the small round potatoes get brought into the mix? This is a Sid thing. She's, <laughs> sometimes she gets me potatoes that are chopped up. Sometimes they're little potato balls. I do not like the potato balls. They're very dry in my mouth. And one just yesterday, I almost choked on one while talking to Vicky because oh. I popped one of them in my mouth. It was too big, and it oh, I, I, I kind of like inhaled it a little bit. And I, as she's telling me like a, a fun story, I'm trying to be present for the story while also trying not to choke. That is the worst. When it gets in that zone, you yes. go, "Do I swallow? Do I make myself puke?" Yeah, I was like, "Do I do like a weird hocking sound that's going to possibly just shoot potato all around the studio?" Did you chew it or just suck it down? I sucked it down, Steve. Those, I mean, that was. <laughs> Press, you got idea. that down. It was a terrible idea. Holy crap. I would choke those, on that for sure. I mean, it was a couple bites in. So, I mean, it was bit. Yeah. It wasn't like just whole, but it was still the whole potato. Yeah. I don't know why that's not that it's been bugging me, but I've been meaning to text you then this morning. I was like, I'm going to ask him on the cast. Yeah. What's up with the little round potatoes? I, I think Sid gets bored of making me the same potatoes. I don't think she understands that I'm not bored with just the basic potatoes. Yeah. Like, I don't need the blue potatoes. I don't need the little round ball potatoes. I'm fine with just regular potatoes cut up. I don't care. Dude, I'm with but you. But whatever I, makes her, whatever she, I appreciate she makes me lunch, so I never once question what she makes me. Yeah, I could eat the same thing for lunch every day. Yeah, chicken and a potato. Yeah. Honestly, I'd rather rice, but rice is for my lunch. Like, that's my breakfast snack. Oh, all right. Yeah, because I have that around like eight in the morning. <clears throat> all right. I just, it seemed like a, a massive change. Uh, yeah, well, it was a massive bag of them. It was. I know. Well, that's the other problem. It's hard to tell. Like, sometimes I'm like, is he eating this or not? Because the potatoes <laughs> seem to, like, stockpile in there. Well, sometimes The like, chicken, you could tell you actually like to eat. <laughs> well, there are times where, like, she gives me all this food, 
and then like Vicky will show up with like tamales and I'll have a couple of those and I'm like, you know what? I won't eat my food or someone will bring in cupcakes. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to eat the chicken and potatoes. That's just too much. Like at that point, you know what I mean? I'm trying like, not that I'm like thinking a cupcake is the same on the same level of like protein ah, and this and yeah, carbs. Yeah, but it's the same amount of calories. But it's calories. Yeah. So I'll just like, and then I'll tell like, so we'll be like, oh, I packed you already with the chicken and the potatoes. I'm like, oh, I don't need it for tomorrow, but I'll just bring it to work anyway. Who cares? And now after a while, it just stockpiles to where I have like a week's worth of chicken and potatoes in there. Dude, I tell you what, you influenced me. I got my uh, Costco Connect getting me chicken now. Nice. Yeah. You're going to get that kind? Yeah, exactly. It's the best. It is. It's, it's so easy to make because it's already made. All right, I have one more question. Okay. Because I'm a bad friend and coworker and didn't bother to watch the full video. How was that pickle whiskey? Oh, good, good. Uh, so it's called uh, Wicked, Pi- uh, Wicked, Wicked pickle? pickle. And one of our radio buddies sent it to us because it's not available here. All right. It's weird because you open up the bottle and it smells amazing. If you like pickles. I love pickles. I love pickles and I love pickle back with whiskeys. Dude, I, it opened up. It just smells like a pure pickle inside of that bottle. I'm like, this right. is going to be the greatest pickled whiskey ever. Granted, I've never had pickled whiskey. I like the way you said that. So take a, sh- a swig of it, and it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad, but you barely notice the pickle because it's so spicy. Ooh. So the pickle is in scent, and I'd say like 10 seconds after you drank the whiskey, you get like a hint of pickle aftertaste. All right. But it's super spicy. It'd be great for like a, a Bloody Mary. Oof. Yeah, I can't do spicy liquors. Yeah, dude, then this is not your type of liquor. No, just hearing you talk about it, I'm like, I got indigestion already. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's super spicy. Ugh. Like, I almost wish that they would tone down the spice and, and amp up the pickle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love picklebacks. Yeah, I was like really excited to try it, but I get like their whole thing is that it's supposed, it's like a wicked pickle. It's supposed to be a spicy pickle, but I feel you could find a, uh, if I was making my own pickled whiskey, I would be, I, I, it'd be a one star on the spice. Exactly. And a five-star on the pickle. That's exactly where I'd be. Yeah. But, hey, don't get it. It's not available here. <laughs> not to worry about it. <laughs> oh! Oh, 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 oh. That was really a bad transition. I am not a good I know, It was smooth. You were getting there. All right. We'll pretend that all, none of that happened. So. Whoa. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people, great popcorn. Well, let's get the bad news out of the way first. Okay. If you live in the state of Washington, it was a sucky weekend for your football teams. Terrible weekend. Uh, Huskies lost to Stanford, which I thought they were going to win that game. So did I. Uh, right. That was bad. Cougs. I would say, right. Then the Cougs. So then the Seahawks lose Sunday yeah. afternoon. The Cougs are playing a Sunday evening game. Cool. They got absolutely their doors blown off. Yep. Uh, Arsenal. I'm an Arsenal fan. They lost to Tottenham in the North London Derby, which sucked. Uh, Lewis Hamilton has COVID. He wasn't even racing. And my guy, Daniel Ricardo only came in fifth. So it was a bad weekend to start. I will say this. Coastal Carolina, BYU was a game of the weekend. Mm, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm a nerd. I watched it on ESPNU. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That Seahawks game was, oh, and I'm never, yeah. And I'm never usually upset after a Seahawks game. Me neither. I was legit kind of in a salty mood. 
because they played so bad. And it's like all of a sudden we've gone from a really awesome offense to a and a piss poor defense to a, a pretty good defense and a what the hell is going on offense? Yeah. Well, that's true. And also the defense, you gotta stop you gotta stop a backup running back. You can't just let him ram it down your throat the whole second yeah, half. There was a, that was the craziest part. Like minus like that third quarter, they just forgot how to stop the run. Yeah. Even when they were piss poor in the beginning of the season, they knew how to they they were always still good on stopping the run. It was like of all times so like for a half a second, I honestly thought we were going to win that game 5 nothing. It looked that way. And it look, did. the Seahawks aren't that bad. I don't know that the Giants are that good. So these things happen. I'm not going to panic too much. And they got the Jets next. If the Jets beat them, then I think we should cancel the season. We got, we got, we're in big trouble. Yeah. Right? You, you need to come out this weekend and beat the Jets by at least 10. Yeah. Now, though, Monday night, your Seattle Sounders FC in their fifth straight Western Conference final they're down 2-0, 78th minute. We've already had a goal called off or taken off the board for a foul. Mm-hmm. We'd hit the post twice, oh. right? Which generally, as a as somebody that played keeper before, you know this. You play you play goaltender. You love the post. It's the greatest sound in the world. Except when Jason or Jason, when Jordan Morris hits the post, and then I'm in my living room screaming, that post. Yeah, yeah. Stupid post. That goalie's lucky. Right. So, Coach Smetzer, Smetzer time, last 15 minutes of the game, puts in Will Bruin. Within like two minutes, Will Bruin scores a, just a dirty cleanup goal. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we're only down one. Cruising. I think it was like the 88th. We put in the second one. So, now it's 2-2. Now that the momentum has shifted, mm-hmm. right? And even I'm like, cool. Let's go to extra time. We're on the front foot. They're, they're backing up. We got this. No, sir. Four minutes of extra time, and in that 93rd minute, boom! Your Seattle Sounders put in that third goal, finish off uh, Minnesota United, and go back to four out of five years MLS Cup. No, but no, 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 there you go. Big un- win. Unbelievable. We I couldn't mean, find the English version, so we went Spanish. I physically was jumping on my couch, and then I was Zooming with a buddy. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm passionate about Seahawks, you, but I'm not going to lie. It doesn't get me... As intense as Sounders or American. You're a season ticket holder for the Sounders. Right. Right. For years. Yeah. So I'm on like Zoom. Like day one. Right. I'm on Zoom and literally after I jump off the couch and I'll show Steve the look, but I'm just like, ah! and he was like, damn. And I was like, and he goes, how many times you seen a comeback like that? I'm like, in a meaningful game? Probably never. They say it's the greatest comeback in MLS sports history. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, I... I, yeah, the two weeks of no drinking went out the window. I was cracking beers, <laughs> right? What was that Chris Egan on his Twitter on King Five's Chris Egan? He put that up there. He's like, he was asking people as a poll, greatest Seattle sports comeback, that game, the Seahawks versus the Packers, and then the Mariners Yankees one with, uh, you know, Edgar. The 95 and slide. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and one listener brought up a good point. They were like, I would put the Seahawks at first, the Mariners not so much, but I would put the, the, the call by Dave Niehaus at number one. Sure. For that reason. I was like, yeah, dude, the, the call was incredible and the moment was incredible. But, you know, obviously I'm a huge Seahawks fan, so I'm leaning towards that one and I was at that game. But this was, 
Tell of two stories, though. You're at the edge of your seat watching all this go on. I'm watching the Sounders match. It's 1-0. It goes to halftime. I say, you know what? I got a few minutes. Put on some wrestling. Wrestling put me to sleep within like two minutes. Sid was already asleep on the couch. <laughs> I'm out. I wake up at 9.15. I check my phone. There's a text from Ted that just says effing Sounders. And I'm like, oh, crap. What does this mean? Is this a good or a bad thing? I go on Twitter and I see all these posts about it being the greatest ending to a game ever, and I slept through it. Dude, all right. I so, was so mad at myself. So I'm going to use the word ship okay. instead of another word. Yeah. But literally, they score that third goal, and I text one person, holy ship. And by the time I send that text, I have eight other texts from eight separate people that all said the same thing. Holy ship. That is incredible. It was. It was... Mind, I mean, people I, I barely even talk to anymore were texting each other because we only really like we're Sounders fans, right? And you I f- love those moments when you, you have that moment of bonding because of something like you're watching on TV, like a, like a Seahawks game or a Sounders right. match. And the guys I sit with, like, we're all friends, but frankly, like, I didn't play college with them, right? So, like, I just don't see them as much. But during the season, we'd see each other 20 times a, a season, right? Because we'd be sitting there together or whatever, yeah. I mean, it, it was just wild. I mean, I, that adrenaline was pumping. It took me. It, it was hard to go to sleep. I love that the Sounders on their Twitter. They just go the Seattle freaking Sounders, and I was like, <laughs> that is now the team name. That's the official team name. I need a T-shirt that says the freaking Sounders. Right, and trust me, they win this cup dynasty. I mean, I, I you, have to you, agree. you could argue already it's kind of a dynasty, but yeah. you win this cup. That's definitely a dynasty. And the other kind of fun thing is like, this is the first time I've been part of a franchise for like. The rest of the league absolutely hates the Sounders and the Sounders fans. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, You're like the Patriots of of of, yeah. of MLS. Right. It's just it's fun. I'm just like, oh man. So this is what it's like to be on a winning side all yeah. the time. Right, because like Maryland basketball was good, but we were, we were in the ACC. We were never Duke. We were never Carolina. Like right. nobody went. You know who I hate? Maryland basketball. Right, right. You got the Sounders with their packed stadium and their cool right. It's like people, kits and yeah. I mean, people get annoyed with Hawks fans, but I don't think people really hate Hawks fans. Right. But like, yeah, people despise the That's Sounders and find funny. this annoyance. I'm like, good, bring it on, yeah. you sons of bitches. As we sew another star on our kit. Oh man, yeah, God, it was fun. I know Schmetzer. I thought it was the coach for the Sounders. I, I love that he said something like he was just like he said, God, I wish our fans were in the stadium. It would have been insane. And Schmetz is just he's the Sounders guy. And that's a great backstory, too, which I'm sure you could share better than me, just about how he became their coach. Right. He was the coach in the USL days. He was an assistant, this and that. And Ziggy Schmidt is a great coach. It just something wasn't working there. We need a time for a change. Smetzer comes in. He knows all the players. He had a better relationship with them just because he was more hands on. Mm-hmm. And ask any ex-sounder. They would always be like, Smetz is the man, blah, blah, blah. But he never had that like MLS head coach mm-hmm. pedigree. Right. So now look what he's done since he's taken over. It's been amazing. And to put in like to put in two substitutes that both score goals. Yeah, I mean, wasn't just, Gustav like mad that he didn't get the start. Yeah, it's just and, it's and then unbelievable. They put him in at, at the end of the game and he just shoves it up everybody's butt. Yeah, and Will Bruin is not like when it's a postseason, Will Bruin scores goals. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. They're not the cleanest looking things, but he puts it in. <laughs> and you need a super sub like that. Just 
Yeah, just just awesome stuff. I, I can't wait for Saturday. That's the big. Uh, the, so they're playing the Columbus Crew. Playing the Columbus Crew Saturday night. Uh, Saturday evenings. Coverage starts at five, so they'll yeah. probably kick it at like five thirty. I'll be making my balloon arch while watching the game. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. And for the Husky and Ducks fans, your game's on at one. Mm-hmm. You can cruise right into MLS Cup. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. That'd be insane if they win another championship. Do you still have the video of us spraying champagne on each other from the first one? If I don't have it on my phone, it's definitely on Twitter. Okay. I'd have to do like, I bet if I did like, I like typed in my, I bet if I type in Steve Miggs, let me see. Somebody was asking me and I was like, man, I don't have that video on any of my phones. But I was like, I was like, I'll ask Steve. Maybe it's still around somewhere. How do you spell champagne? I think that's how. C-H-A-M-P-G-N-E? I don't know. I always get close and it corrects it for me. I can't wait to see this here's champagne. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's somewhere. You guys have to post the video. I, I, I found tweets about it. <laughs> I like that. I found tweets about it. Like our buddy Craig Proper. He says, I can't wait for the champagne shower video from D. Ted Smith, and I'm Steve Miggs. Another one from Tony. Ted, Steve, you guys have to post the video of the champagne shower. It did happen back on December of 2016. I was going to say that was 2016. Yeah. Well, yes. It's on my Twitter. I'll have to find it. Somebody was asking me, and I was like, yeah, it seemed crazy. I go, but Steve and I are also like adults by that point. I go, so like we went and bought the champagne and then we went upstairs and put on bathing suits and flip flops so we didn't and sat in the alley so we didn't make a mess. It was the lamest, most vanilla champagne shower. Oh, yeah. The only thing that would have made it worse if we put goggles on. I'm glad True. to say we did not because we're, we're real men. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen. I, it's easy for me as I live in the city near corner stores, but that's that's one of my rules too. Whether it's the Sounders, whether it's, uh, watching the Capitals a couple years mm-hmm. ago, like don't buy the champagne until your team wins. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's awkward. Yeah, and then you're drinking and you're sad. Yeah, I've, I've ever told you about the saddest champagne. No, 2016 November. I get off work. My buddy picks me up. We go to a house. Obviously, they're Hillary fans, and the fridge is full. And by the time we get there, you can kind of tell that, like, oh, man, Trump's going to win. I mean, it is dead silent in this house. There's all this champagne. So my buddy Saul, not Sal, Saul, Uh who is not really a drinker, we're sitting there in the kitchen, and it is super awkward, and he just looks at me and goes, well, would you like to drink some bourbon? (laughs) <laughs> so we just start sipping bourbon and like making jokes, but nobody wants to hear them. Oh. We're talking about building a wall in Lake Washington to keep Seattle people from Bellevue. Like, I mean, we're just talking out of our ass, trying right. to make the mood a little, a little levity. Oh my God. Saddest champagne ever. And I was like, are you guys going to like, so that, that, that's yeah. when it was yeah. cemented in my head. Like you wait till your team wins to yeah. buy that damn champagne. It's a little different than the Hawks losing to the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a tad. Saddest champagne ever seen in my life, mate. Oh my gosh. That is rough. That's super rough. I shouldn't laugh about it, but Jesus. It's funny, though. It I mean, come on. You have to take a moment to realize just how much, like it's, it's funny because it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I laugh, I laugh because it's sad. <laughs> well, go Sounders this Saturday. Go, go Hawks Sounders. on Sunday. Um, man, we're, are we back next week? Yeah, that'll be our annual Christmas episode, like I talked about on the podcast. I, I have no idea what it means, but let's just go with it, Steve. Okay, yeah, because uh, Wednesday's our last day on the air. Oh, no less. I think. Wait, or are we off on Wednesday? Are you off next week already? I gotta look. Hold on. Am I one week ahead of time? Yeah, Wednesday's our last day. We're, we're, we're off starting the 17th. Oh, damn. 
I'm still coming in on the 17th and 18th. Well, you know what? That sucks for you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, but we'll be here on the 16th. We'll be mega casting for our big Christmas spectacular. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Maybe we'll open up our Skype phone again. That's a good call. Talk to some rockaholics. Yeah, we'll say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes, and then we'll hang up on you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you get to call in, you, you get to say one thing, and then, all right, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Moving and, uh, on. Yep, yep, it's it. You get one sentence. It's going to be our one-sentence Christmas celebration. Make it positive. Make it quick and concise. Yep, and hopefully we'll be saying good things about the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, oh man, if they lose to the Jets. I will not. I might, not, I might just take next week off. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. But yeah, right. go Sounders. Everybody enjoy it. All right, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Boom!